Hello and welcome to See Here Love. I'm your host, Melinda Estabrooks, and today we celebrate and honor our fathers and share what we admire about them and what we've learned from them. Now, to be honest, not everybody is going to have the same father experiences as we do, and we, and we recognize that, we know that. So we'll be discussing that as well uh, throughout the show. We'll also be discussing what it means to have God as our father, and it's going to be really great as we explore what does that mean if we don't have a dad, if, we, if we've had a um, tough time growing up with our fathers, this part of the show will really encourage you that you do have a father that loves you and that wants the best for you. And so to help me do all of this, I'm joined by my co-hosts and bloggers and social media interviews and amazing, talented women around me, Cheryl, Jen, Joanna, and Abby. Welcome, you guys. Hey. Great yeah, to be all together. Nice yeah. to be back. Yes, yeah. so great. So let's start off, you know, about our, our dads. Um, what's one thing about your father that you would say that you admire, that you respect about him? And as you say it, we'll, we'll put up a picture of him, too. So what would you say, admire, respect, or, or a character, or even something that he's done that you really admire? Joanna. Yeah, I think the thing that stands out most to me about my dad is he's very stable. Mm -hmm. um, so that means he's also not very emotional, <laughs> but he's sort of a steady and stable force. So if he said he was gonna do something, he would do it. Uh, and if he said we as a family were gonna do something, we were doing it. So I, I think I've shared on the show before, like to my great horror and humiliation, we read the Bible every night together at dinner, even if I had friends over for dinner. He would bring out the Bible and I would be like, you know, shrinking into my chair as a kid because I was not, it wasn't cool <laughs> to read the Bible with your friends around. But basically he determined that by the time we left his house, mm -hmm. we would know the Bible. We would have to make a choice for ourselves, but we would know mm -hmm. the book. And so he was very steady and stable in those kinds of things. Like yeah. Steady and stable. Okay. Cool. Abby? Um, my dad is the sweetest, cutest man ever. Um, <laughs> and he is a really incredible balance of loving and sensitive and justice and right, like making sure things are right and standing up for when they're not. Mm -hmm. um, and I really appreciate that balance. Um, he is, one of the things I really admire is his entrepreneurial spirit. He has been, he's a successful entrepreneur. He's built his own business from the ground up for, I think it's been 30 plus years. and. Um, he he supported our family with his own business and I just think that's the coolest mm -hmm. thing <laughs> because yeah. as a young woman trying to run my own kind of businesses along the side it's it's impressive to think about that so yeah it's yeah. mm -hmm. good I would say I admire about my dad at 75 the energy level of this man <laughs> you know traveling around the world still preaching the gospel writing blogs going on radio um, just he he you know he doesn't believe in retirement he believes that you know when you are still healthy and can do it you do and you serve God and so there he is like knowing how to edit videos and, <laughs> right. and on social media really? not even can, and he has this Apple phone and he's just in it because he's like Apple if I'm going to connect with you know this generation then I've got to know this. And so he learns stuff and he That's watches cool. YouTube. So you are never <laughs> too old. Like, and I look at my dad and I admire that kind of tenacity to just learn and the energy. And I believe it's totally a God energy because at that age, it's just like, he is just going and still quite young. So I really admire that about him. Yeah, so that. cool. Yeah. 
Jen, what about you? Yeah, I mean, my dad, it's a, it's a quiet strength, and it just, it always surprises everybody, because he is, he's very quiet, and yet he seems to know people in all corners of the earth, and, you know, <laughs> it's, it's actually, yeah, like, people speculate he might be CIA, but, um, <laughs> so, and I know for times for me, it's, you know, I found myself in predicaments, and he just, if I go to him, he will handle it. So it is, you know, I think a lot of my you know, views of God are that kind of, if you go to him, he will handle it, mm -hmm. you know, in a quiet that. way. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I would have to say, you know, that's what I admire. I, I don't, I didn't inherit any of that, by the way. I'm like hysterical all the time, but I'm glad he is not. <laughs> okay, that's good. Cheryl? Um, so I didn't, I didn't grow up with my father. Um, he, he wasn't in my life until I became an, an adult and then we reconciled. Um, but in getting to know him in my adult life, I am uh, a shadow of him, mirror of him. He's very driven, um, I've, uh, rose to the top uh, in, in the Caribbean, in insurance. Um, and when, you when he drives along the street, one of the things I do remember is everybody knew his name. And you know, mm -hmm. he really believed in serving his community. And I'd like to think I get that from him. Mm -hmm. cool. uh, I like to pull that down. And um, I love his heart for his grandkids. You know, uh, reconciliation is a tricky thing. Uh, especially when years of water flow under that bridge. And I just love to see how he's reaching out to my kids. So oh, I, I take, so I'm looking at him as a granddad. Uh -huh. It's a different, different, yeah. yeah. That's really good. Yeah. Yeah. So we talked about what we admire the most of our dads, but what's the one thing that he has taught you or passed on to you that has impacted the way you live, whether it's the adverse, the opposite way, yeah. or that way? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, what is the one thing that he has given you or you watched and said, okay, because of that, I am now living this way? What would you say, Jen? Um, for me, I would say it's intellectual curiosity. I mean, he's in his 70s and he's still reading everything on the New York Times bestseller list. And, yeah. you know, whether so it's like the history of salt or, you know, the latest kind of political <laughs> memoir. I love it. The history of salt. That was one That's of the books. Yeah. So, and he has a photographic memory, so he will speak oh. at length about the history of salt. So, um, <laughs> but I think, like, I don't get the, you know, stoic strength from him, but I do get the intellectual curiosity, yes. I think. So. And yeah. he was always like that. Like he was always reading. like that. Like as a kid, and even my daughter, because she's always, he's like, you know, uh, how would you like a book on the history of calculus? And she's like, she's fourteen. She's like, oh, not so much, Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> right, no thanks. Yeah. But so he he does, I think, pass that on. So nice. that's amazing. Yeah. Abby, what about you? Uh, his networking abilities. <laughs> I definitely come yes, by. Yeah. yeah. Ah, um, okay. So, yeah. to be honest, his business, it's of course been successful, but he hardly uses technology. Hmm. It is oh. all built on relationship. Oh, wow. And huh. he will meet somebody, have met somebody 10, 20 years ago see them walking down the street and be like, oh, that's so-and-so. I wonder how his sister's doing or something. Like he remembers these details. Now that part, I didn't get as well. Um, I, I'm not the best at remembering those little details. I am getting better. Mm -hmm. But yeah, meeting people anywhere I go, that is completely from my dad. And I, I love it. I love meeting people. I love getting to know their story, mm -hmm. um, all of that kind of stuff. So that's something I'm quite proud to yeah. have gained from him. Mm -hmm. That's really cool. Mm -hmm. Joanna, what about you? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, if you've, if you've lived with anyone for mm -hmm. that, they're going to teach you. I mean, I don't know how to, they're going to, 
I don't even know where to begin with. Like, what are the things he gave to me? I mean, everything. But I was recently in Holland, uh, which is where my dad is from. I was, uh, my dad isn't able to travel anymore with his health, so my mom and I went on his behalf to, to deal with some family affairs and say goodbye to some people there. And every time I go to Holland, I've been about 15 times, and every time I go, I'm reminded of what I thought was just kind of our little family is actually like a Dutch thing. And so I realize how much of my... Um, approach to life is quite Dutch. <laughs> and my mom rolls her eyes about it sometimes. You go, oh, you're just like your dad. But, but I think some of it is about how I lack, I'm not interested in the frivolous. Um, and I think you know that about me on the show. It's just none of this nonsense. Like he's just, it's, a, it's, a, it's sort of a matter of fact way of living. And he grew up in the war era and post-war era in Europe where uh, I mean, people were starving to death when he was born. And so you don't waste food and you repair the thing, you don't buy a new one and all these kinds of traits that um, I think I carry too. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, you don't need all this extra stuff. You just need the simple stuff. Yeah. Okay. All right, so. Uh, I think the, the, the biggest lesson that um, uh, my dad taught me, which has changed my parenting and changed me as a person, is humility. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm raised in a Caribbean culture and those from the African diaspora can attest. There's this sort of because I said so uh, and it's it's heavy. There's lots of layers to it, but you're a child and you're always reminded. And, and my dad taught me uh, in that moment of reconciliation and to this day that you can never be too old, too far, too whatever to say, you know what, I am sorry. I was wrong. And so I have learned as a parent to uh, not lord my adulthood over my children. If I am wrong, I am wrong. Mm -hmm. And it, it, and you know, we, we fear in our culture the equalism of things, like I am not equal to you and don't you be, but it, it, there's nothing wrong with saying, you know what, actually, you've taught me something tonight, guys. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry about that. Wow. Thank you for that. Yeah. It just does so much. Yeah. It right. does so much for that for that child. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Thank you. I think for me, my what I've taken from my dad, and I think that I model it is there's a, a courage and this tenacity yeah. um, to I think it's to share my faith, but also to be really brave. When I look at my dad, you know, he goes across the world and as a missionary when everybody said don't. Then he's a Bible smuggler in countries where the church is persecuted and it's very dangerous. Mm -hmm. And then he trains uh, pastors in persecuted countries, even though it's dangerous because he believes that they need to be trained on on how to read, you know, the scriptures. It's courage and courage based on this motivation that God has given his calling uh, to share Jesus with the world. Yeah. And so I, there is that part, like he is really a courageous man. And there was a lot of opposition. There's a lot of no's people didn't want, but he just kept going and pursuing the things that God had for him. And I think that's why now at like 75, he's at that place. He just, I think the faithfulness and obedience and perseverance and commitment to the call mm -hmm. and to what God has for you puts you here at this age. And I really believe that. And so I think that part of what I've taken away from watching my dad is that you go after it, you trust, you have no clue where you're going, but God will show you. Amen. And um, what a ride. And it's been an adventure. I think I look at my parents' life and it's an adventure. Like you go, wow, <laughs> is that really a real life? And then for me, like I hope my life is, you know, an adventure and one that's made an impact on the world. And so I really, I really, um, 
take that and hold yeah. that close. Thank you. Those are really great things that our dads have given to us. And, and you know, I think we need to acknowledge too that as people are listening, not everybody has this experience. Not everybody has, you know, a dad. Not everybody has had a positive experience with their dad. There are many stories of different situations that many people fall in, into. And so I think that we need to remind ourselves again that if we don't have a great experience, that we have God as Father, mm-hmm. who is the loving, kind, generous, faithful, who will never leave you, Father. Yeah. He is the Father that is is with you, who has your back, that mm-hmm. walks into the war with you. Yeah. And I think that we need to be reminded and our you know viewers need to be reminded that that's God as right. Father. And mm-hmm. so I think that's a really key part of, you know, as we honor and, and celebrate our fathers this week. But when we think of God as our Father, like think about God in that role as Father, what's the first thing that comes to mind for you, a word, a picture, or a scripture? Mm-hmm. Like when you say, when I say God is Father, and you're explaining to somebody who doesn't know Him, mm-hmm. what would you say? What would you say to Him in that Father role? The first someone? word that comes to my mind is comfort, comforter. Okay. okay. So, yeah. I don't know if that's in relation to my relationship with my dad, which I very much think it could be because mm-hmm. my dad's always his his like to snuggle up next mm-hmm. to him. I still do that mm-hmm. at my age mm-hmm. because he's always just that's all he wants. He just wants to be uh-huh. there. Mm-hmm. Um, so God as father to me equals comfort. Comfort. Mm-hmm. So when you're going through a difficult time, mm-hmm. you know that he will comfort yeah. you. I'm daddy's little girl very easily. It's mm-hmm. good. Jen, what about you? Um, For me, it's protector. And again, maybe it comes from the, you know, my own Mm -hmm. experience with my dad. But, you know, for me, God is Clint Eastwood. He is (laughs) nobody else. (laughs) He's Clint Eastwood. I mean, not necessarily Dirty Harry, but Clint Eastwood. So, you know, it's... uh, I don't know what these references are. (laughs) (laughs) For the millennials over here at this side of the table, they're like, Harry. Eastwood, of course. Hey, it's Chris, friend of See, Here Love with Melinda. Sorry to interrupt this conversation, but I just had to let you know that the only way that See, Here Love gets to produce fun and authentic conversations like this one is through your financial donations. So go to seeherelove.com and click on the big donate button. Thanks for your support. Let's get back to the show. So protector. And, and what protector. does that mean? So when you say that and somebody's like, protector, how's, how's God as Father protector? Um, I mean, sometimes it's protector, you know, physical protector, financial protector growing up. And I think sometimes it's like protecting you from yourself, like telling you like this is a really oh bad goodness. path to hear every word from you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're going down a bad path here. Um, so sometimes it's that kind of words of wisdom as protection. It's not always that like warrior protector. Sometimes it's that breathing wisdom into your life protector. Mm. Mm. So God, when you say his father, he's a protector. That's what he does. He protects you from yourself mm-hmm. or can also protect you from sort of the outside element circumstances. Yeah, it's that righteous right hand, but it's yeah. also that still small voice. I think it's a real balance. Yeah, oh, that's good. So we've got comforter and we have protector. Joanna? I mean, I, I don't have the kind of relationship with my father that's like warm and fuzzy. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not an emotional person and I am highly emotional. And so we're, we're not, we're, it's, there's nothing about the cuddling mm-hmm. like that, 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 that weirds different. me out. I would never do that with <laughs> my dad. I love him, I respect him, yeah. and that's not the relationship we have. So in the same way, I said he was stable and steady. I think of God the Father as faithful mm-hmm. and stable and steady. He is a rock, mm-hmm. he is trustworthy, he shall not be moved. If he says it, it will happen. Mm, and I think actually really that part of my dad has, has allowed me to have great faith 
in spite of circumstances. Mm -hmm. Because if he said he would do it, and it says it right here in the Bible, he says this, I don't know why we don't believe it, he said it. Mm -hmm. And like, it's, that's my dad. Like, if he said we are not gonna have ice cream, it doesn't matter how many times you ask, there will be no ice cream. <laughs> but with my mother, oh, okay, like maybe a little ice cream. But like with my dad, if there's no ice cream, there, and, and then in the positive, right? Like, yeah. like we're going to church every single week and you will come with me mm -hmm. like stable stable he never wavered every morning he would be reading that bible at the table by himself like if he said he was helping you with your homework if he said he was going to drive you somewhere like he was always going to do it mm -hmm. that's so, yeah. so valuable stable. Mm -hmm. yeah that's really but we're just probably not going to cuddle about it <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. my dad would feed me ice cream <laughs> <laughs> see a dairy queen commercial and we're gone <laughs> Cheryl, for you, uh, God's father. Yeah, well, if uh, if uh, God is like Clint Eastwood for you, uh, God's, God's like Liam Neeson oh. for me. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Three words, Daddy the Rescuer, mm -hmm. you know. Um, I think about that, oh, the whole Taken series, love that film. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, there's a song right now that just really hits me about there's no mountain that you won't tear down. There's yeah. no, mm -hmm. like, you're coming after me, coming after me, um, that God fights for me and he'll rescue me. And you just mm -hmm. cry out like, Daddy, and he just will break everything down uh, mm -hmm. that, you know, the big, the big bad wolves and the scary things. and. He just rescues, and that's always been my view of him. Beautiful. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I say for me, too, I mean, there's a part of, like, this redeemer, the one who redeems all things, because in my life, you know, I see it from my dad, but even, especially with God, that I was given second chances, yeah. and though the world said, this is you, and what you've done puts you here, God was like, oh, no, I don't see that in you. I'm going to redeem yeah. the situation and put you here. So there's that part. But also I would say, for me, I think adopter. I think being adopted um, and, and that whole idea that we are adopted into God's family, given a new name, is so hopeful. I had no name. When I was born, my name was Baby. It was Baby Adorasia, named after my birth mom, just her first name. So it was Baby. And they just, no name. And then to be adopted and given a name, that means for me, Melinda, beautiful changes how you live. Yeah. No name of nothing to, you know, beautiful and and brought into a family and to belong. Mm. So I, I really see that as as God. Like he is the mm -hmm. adopter of yeah. those who are orphaned, who are broken, who are forgotten, who are left at the side of the road, whose yeah. mom couldn't take care of her. Mm -hmm. He will adopt and give you a new name and a new life. And so that to me, I'm just like, yeah. that's who I see as God. Because yeah. he sees that, right? All of He doesn't miss mm -hmm. those right. those kids forgotten. He sees them and he adopts. And so I think those are things. So that's beautiful. Mm -hmm. So we've got rescuer, protector, adopter, redeemer, mm -hmm. comforter, and faithful one. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, that's wow. a great dad. Yeah, <laughs> Hello. Yeah. And to every man wow. out there, wow. just so you know, those are really key things. See Here Love is where you are. Find our hopeful and inspiring faith stories on your favorite platform and encouraging content daily on Instagram and Facebook. To learn more and stay updated, sign up for our newsletter on seeherelove.com. You know, there's a scripture verse in the Bible that um, is a beautiful one of a picture of God as Father, and it's in Isaiah 64, 8, and it says, And yet, O Lord, you are our Father, we are the clay and you are the potter. Mm -hmm. We all are formed by your hand. 
And I think as we look at, you know, again, you know, some of us had great experiences with our dads and some of us haven't and many that are watching haven't as well. This is a beautiful verse. Mm -hmm. Just want to spend some time talking about that before the end of the show. When we say that, let's start with, you know, that he is our father. That's sort of the mm -hmm. first line. He is our father. That's incredible that God is our father. Mm -hmm. How does that make you feel when you when you hear that part mm -hmm. of the verse? When I'm thinking about this potter and I'm mm -hmm. listening to the words yeah. we would use to describe God, whether based on negative or positive experiences with our dad, um, it brings me to this this like peaceful knowledge that for whatever reason, God chose which family to set us in mm -hmm. and which kind of father he wanted us to have. Like there was no mistake. Mm -hmm. And so the kind of people we are today is very much connected to the type of parents that we had that he set us into. I mean, it's connected to many things, but, but that like he formed and shaped us to go in this particular family, in this particular location, in this particular time. Mm -hmm. And that the, the things that we've been given, because I love that, like we get a full picture of God mm -hmm. when we all join together. And so that like one of us gets the humility and one of us gets the comforter and one of us gets the strength and one of us gets the Clint Eastwood. And, mm -hmm. you know, we get, we get this whole picture together but but we all need to bring that to the table because it's all true yeah. it all, is all God but that but that for whatever reason and we have to come through you know probably a lot of counseling to come to accept mm -hmm. the father he chose to give us mm -hmm. uh, that it is the one we have been molded for mm -hmm. and so uh, there's something about how we are shaped that is particularly because mm -hmm. of the kind of dad we have, which is then going to affect how we play out our life in the world. Right. right. I, I would like to, I want to speak to that, what you said, because um, when I was reading this verse, I actually saw it in the sense of those who might have, fee, might feel gypped by how they were molded by their, their earthly father. Mm -hmm. So in the sense of maybe they aren't pleased with the family that they got put in or they haven't yeah. had a great experience, but yeah. God's our father and God's the one who molds us. So it doesn't matter what our experience is on earth. Mm. We have this father mm -hmm. with all of these qualities and we get to be, if we allow him to, mm -hmm. we get to be remolded or reshaped mm -hmm. or, you know, and I think that's really beautiful. Yeah, that is. Jen, what about your thoughts? I mean, for me, the imagery is a relief because I think there are all things about ourselves that we don't like, right? Whether it's, you know, physical or spiritual or, or mental or emotional, but that we were formed by God. I mean, I, you know, I don't know if you've ever seen potters work, you know, they go to these little clay studios or whatever, but you know, it, if it's not a good pot, it doesn't come off the wheel. Right. So the fact that we're formed out of clay, it's this, we have been perfected even in our imperfections, we are perfect in his eyes. So whether we're viewed by society as that or our parents as that, it, it actually doesn't matter because he made us perfect for his, his mission for us. Yeah. Formed by his hands. Formed by his for hands. A particular purpose. For, for, yeah, for a particular purpose. purpose. Some of us are a cup and some of us are molded into a bowl and some yeah. of us, but mm. wherever we're shaped into, it's going to affect how we get to live out in yeah. the world. Yeah. 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 Cheryl? Lots of tears. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, sorry. <laughs> uh, gratitude. Mm -hmm. uh, 100% gratitude. That no matter how broken and shattered, empty, dark our lives could be um, 
that God in his mercy and his love can step in and replace anything that we feel is lost, gypped, not quite what we want. Yeah. I am so thankful mm -hmm. that my God is my father in the absence and for anyone that is fatherless right now, I know how hard these days are for you because they're hard for me too. But God is your father and he loves you so much. Yeah. And he, his love just fills you up to overflow and, and fills every crack. Mm -hmm. There is no void in him. There is no void in him. It's a couple of times I've just wanted to stop and say preach, and that's yeah. one of them, so there you go. There is no so void. So good. Yeah. No, this Beautiful. is so good. I, yeah. When I think of the potter, I think of the time spent. You know, he's, he's sitting there and he's crafting and he's looking and he's spending yeah. time and he's thinking and maybe he's singing a worship song and and I, cause I really take it as mm. him there and 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 thinking and dreaming of what it's going to be right I think this one's going to be a cup or this one's going to be a bowl or a pitcher yeah. and this one might have to color my throw in a little like sparkle for Cheryl you know <laughs> and some cool glasses <laughs> very and very practical handles. things <laughs> handles for <laughs> Joanna <laughs> and you know a really cool Glitter. funky shape and you know oh, for yeah. you know for mm. Abby and then of course my fashionista Jen and it's <laughs> like all some yeah a little whatever it is like he's thinking <laughs> this and so he's crafting it and he's crafting it and he's looking and then and then I, I'm just I love it because he's he's creating this for us to then you know be used and and to be used because mm -hmm. you know like a bowl isn't just supposed to be sit there it's actually to hold things and yeah. water or, or life-giving food and nourishment or whatever that is and so when when he says we're the work of his hands then for all the people who are like I'm worthless I'm not good enough mm -hmm. I'm depressed we see the see the numbers of suicide rates and people just completely undone that my life's not worth anything yeah you have to stop and pause with this verse that if the God of the universe is the potter creating you and making you to be used for something mm -hmm. great mm -hmm. and great can mean many different things then you matter mm -hmm. like this can't be like mm -hmm. I don't matter and I'm done with my life there is a reason why the potter has made you mm -hmm. you know with his hands yeah. so and so my heart bursts like yeah. I mm -hmm. I think it's just because we see the world and the great need of people to remind it of the Father. Mm -hmm. Because there is so much sadness and so much death and so much depression. Mm -hmm. And people just like, you know, what's, what's the point of life? And this just kind of centers us back to be reminded of who loves us mm -hmm. and whose we are, right? So I just, it's, it's a beautiful thing. <laughs> it's a beautiful verse. Have any of you um, heard of that Japanese pottery that's mended with gold? Yeah. I, I never remember mm -hmm. the name, but um, just as you're speaking, I'm wow. thinking like, you know, some thoughts that may be going through people's head is, oh yeah, but I've been broken. I'm broken pottery. Or I'm, you know, it's, mm -hmm. it's too hard. Mm -hmm. But then you look at this, the way that the Japanese repair pottery with gold mm. and it's gorgeous. It's absolutely gorgeous. But then it becomes this like priceless piece, you know, even more valuable. Yeah, more exactly. Valuable. And the uses it's used for are then more specialized and rare. Right. Mm -hmm. And so that's just an encouragement, I think. But I think we have to allow ourselves to be mended. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And allow God to t pick us back up and yeah. put us back together. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's mm -hmm. again that like he chose what to make us and where to put us, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and what like he chose what kind of bowl to make, what color of bowl it would be, mm -hmm. what purpose it would have, and where on the shelf in the family of bowls it would live, <laughs> and like there's at some level a need 
which is like, I'm going to save everybody a lot of money on counseling if, if they can do this at home. I mean, most people need to go through the counseling board, but if we can accept where we are, mm. accept ourselves, mm -hmm. uh, and, the, and the circumstances that the life has brought us, as just accept it, it is what it is. Mm -hmm. It actually frees us to move forward and yeah. be all that we were meant to be. Mm -hmm. and instead of spending yeah. all the time wishing. That it shaped us, right? That, yeah, and it shaped us in wishing. You know, we all wish there was stuff about our life and yeah. our dads that was, that was different, mm -hmm. um, but that's not how it is. Yeah. So when we come to accept and we are freed to actually be used. Mm -hmm. That's so great. Good. Thank you. Thank you all just for sharing. So good. Thank you for sharing your thoughts for your dad, honoring them, mm -hmm. um, you know, and just sharing things about them that we've taken into our own lives. But I think even more importantly, just sharing about God. Mm. And maybe just gushing on God, and maybe that's it, right? We have to like hashtag gush on God, or make a <laughs> make a make a day in the week of that, because I think we don't do that enough right. about just how great He is, and what He has done for us, and how much He has loved us right from the beginning. And to you, our viewers, thanks for joining us. As yeah, we gushed on God, and we talked about our dads and what has impacted us about their lives, and we just wanted to honor them today as well. But for those with the very opposite father experience than ours, we hope that you are encouraged and reassured and reminded today that you do have a father, that he is the potter, you are the clay, and that you are the work of his hands. He's a loving, gracious, ever present father that will never leave you, that is always for you, and that wants the best for you as well. And he will save you, and he does love you unconditionally. We just want you to know that. And if we can help you in any way or pray for you or resource you more about God as your father, then please connect with us on Facebook or Instagram or seeherelove.com. We'd love to hear from you and pray for you. And always know that your father, God, sees you, hears you, and deeply, deeply loves you. Bye-bye. with Melinda Estabrooks is a production of Crossroads Christian Communications Incorporated, a member of the Canadian Council of Christian Charities. To support this program, please visit seeherelove.com and click the donate button or call 1-800-265-3100. And from me and the See Here Love team, thanks so much for your support.